0: Player 2, this is Player 1. Plugging in.
1: Player 1 is initiating connection. Player 1 is online.
2: Player 1, this is Player 2. Plugging in.
1: Player 2 is initiating connection. Player 2 is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating Startup
2: Sequence
0: Hey guys, and thank you for tuning in to episode 124, A Christmas Fuck-Up.
2: No? Well, we'll see what the title is later, but it definitely, it definitely was a fuck-up.
0: Alright guys, so this is episode 124, version 2. Just so you guys know, we actually did a whole entire episode with our families just no longer than an hour ago. Yep. And it's gone. It was a great episode. It was an awesome episode. Sorry you
2: missed it, as well as limited editions.
0: There was one listener that did get the view.
2: There was one So she's one lucky girl. One special. Child
0: one. So we're going to start off with Tasty Treats, because we need this now.
2: So we've got a nice one. Breakside Brewery's limited edition, just like our last podcast. Yep. Bourbon barrel aged Aztec. It's brewed with chilies and chocolate and aged in bourbon barrels. We're talking about some flavor here, people.
0: Yes, we are.
2: Look at that! Look at that!
1: This is be good.
0: We're also into our third beer of the night,
2: and we have not been drinking weak beers. By the way, welcome, minions.
0: Oh yes. Hi, I'm Zach, and alongside me is always is Tim. Um, so, guys, this week it can be completely different than normal. Um, we're gonna go over what we've done today. Things we've done this week. And go over... We did a Christmas present exchange on the episode that got erased. Um, so we're going to go over what we got. Um, but first, cheers.
2: Cheers. Mm. You know, we can like just stop the rest of the episode and just enjoy this. Cause that's damn fine. That's fun. a really good beer. Mm. You all got to try that. Breakside Brewings Limited Edition. Bourbon barrel-aged Aztec. The chocolate and the chili and the... Mm. It's
0: very freaking good. So Tim, what have you been up to this week other than me fucking up the episode before?
2: <laughs> well, I made this great episode of a podcast. <laughs> no, um, so we went Christmas shopping at um, this... Uh, I can't remember the name of it. The beer's that good. Uh, the Geek...
0: The Geek Festival. Geek the
2: Halls. Geek the Halls. So local craftspeople like um, crochet, painters, photographers, um, all sorts of arts, but with a total geeky bent, set up their wares, and you go and um, go through this expo hall and pick up stuff, and uh, some of the stuff you got for your presents today, the framed art prints yeah, were from that.
0: So what I'm actually, I'm sitting here thinking. Um, and the ornaments. And the ornaments. Um, I'm thinking when I get home, I'll take a photo of the stuff that I got. Okay. And then you should take a photo of the stuff that you got. Okay. And then we can post that up with this episode so they can kind of see what we are actually talking about.
2: Cool. Um, We also got to see Star Wars, Rogue One. Okay. Terrible movie, I've heard. No, it's excellent. Um, It's always hard to say right after seeing the movie, but it might be in my top three or four of the Star Wars movies. Okay.
0: Out of all the Star Wars?
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Empire Strikes Back is definitely one of my favorites. The original... I enjoyed this one, I will say. I enjoyed this one more than The Force Awakens. Okay. The one before it. Um, Great action. It was one. The movie is basically like a mission movie. Like, this is what we gotta do. This is the ragtag group of adventures we gotta assemble. And let's go do this mission. Huh. And there's some really memorable characters. There's this um, sarcastic uh, droid that's been reprogrammed. um, And then there's this blind warrior monk who's just amazing. Like, he's got, he's not a Jedi, Okay. but he keeps saying, like, you know, I'm one with the Force, and the Force is with me. He hmm. just, just kicks some ass. It's That's awesome. awesome. It's really cool. Um, so we did that, and there's one other thing I'm forgetting now. Oh, we had our Christmas dinner. That's what it was. Yeah, we did. So we tonight we had some ham and uh, pineapple. We Macaron had and cheese. Macaron cheese, rolls. We had another awesome beer. Um, we had a salad. We had spinach dip. We had... I think that was it. Yeah, it was a nice meal. Yeah,
0: it was very good. It was very good. Thank you very much.
2: And then we unwrapped our presents. we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. But what did you do this week?
0: So this week I went PlayStation 4 shopping. Yeah. Got a new PS4 controller, mm-hmm. got Madden 16, Payday 2, and NHL. Little Big Planet 3. And Nope. No. Well, I did get that, but it was lent to me. Gotcha. So um. Yeah. Uh. Played those. My wife and I have been playing little, little Big Planet three. She has trouble like figuring out like she has to push up and down on the joystick to like move in and out of the world. Yeah. I don't know. It's non-gamer take, I, I guess.
2: I you guess could. I would just think that it would be harder to figure out the shoulder buttons or something. That's weird. That would be the thumbstick.
0: Yeah. She kind of looks at those too whenever she uses them. So. Yeah. But anyways, um, that's been fun. Uh, we also well, let's talk about games we've been playing because that's all I really did. Yeah, um,
2: so briefly, the games I've played, um, speaking of Star Wars, there's a VR mission that comes with Battlefront, which is why I bought the game. Um, fortunately, Battlefront's been out long enough that I bought a new copy for 10 bucks. Shit. Um, and I played some of the normal missions with my daughter, and we've had a good time with that. But the VR mission's amazing. Like, now, did you let not, your
0: daughter play the VR mission?
2: Not yet. Okay. Like, I just literally played it today. If you've got 10 minutes after a record, it's worth, like, checking out, just look what the... Because you start... You like kind of walk around the X-Wing, then you get Kay. in, and you check out the instrument panel. You can push buttons. You can make a little targeting computer come out. You can look behind you and see the red R2 droid. Huh. Um, it's really cool. And then That's the really cool. flying's really good. Um, it's a great little 20-minute. It's like probably for just a compact, this is why PSVR is awesome. This would be one of the things I would show people. Um, it's, it's great. Um, it's really good. Really high quality. Really, nice. Really good work. Um, I also played the the last or last bit of Feist, I think I was playing it last week. Mm-hmm. I finished the review for it. You can find it on thebuttspatcher.com and plugandplaygamer.com. Awesome. Um, and then finally, I nope, two more. I played some uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider PlayStation Four. Which is excellent. I'm doing a lot of hunting in that right now. No tits. Nope. She's they. I like where they're going with the character design. It's not focused. She's like on... She's
0: a strong female character now. Yeah,
2: she's an actual character, not just a body. Yes. Gotcha. Not, a, not tits and guns. Gotcha. Um, then. Like tits and guns. I mean, the, anyway, I'm going to down the road. Lastly, I've been playing, um, starting today, Little Acre, which is a really cool point and click adventure game. Looks like you're playing a cartoon. And it's a cool story of um, this family that the grandpa has disappeared, and they're investigating. And it turns out he's been invented a portal. And there's adventures and hijinks that ensue. And you switch between characters. And it's very simple. I think um older child could play it and enjoy it. The menus for point click adventure are really streamlined, well done. Um, so I have a very positive first impression of that game. Cool. So what are you want to
0: play? Uh, so this week I played a lot. Uh, I came over and picked up Diablo Diablo three from you. Yes. Uh, my wife and I have surprisingly. I thought you would like it. it. I'm
2: not you're surprised, but I'm not. I'm like extremely surprised. That's a game that um, works really well cooperatively. And also, I, s- I know a lot of women who enjoy that game.
0: So she freaking loves it. Like, she'd be like, hey, dress up to play Diablo? Loot.
2: Like, it's like, you know, Dress Up and Loot is like the whole Barbie. It's like, very true. Like, she got the Malibu house, she got the Malibu yeah. car, she's got Ken, she's got all the accessories. It's
0: very At true. And Diablo,
2: you get armor drops, like, every...
0: Every, like, two minutes.
2: And then you got to optimize your armor. That's
0: very true. Do you guys- She's start to get used to that. Cool. So. Glad uh, you enjoyed it, though. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, we're also, or we're not. Um, I'm also playing NHL 17, so I haven't played a hockey game since I was like, probably like your son's age, on PC, and it's definitely coming a long ways. And it's a good one. It's a lot of fun. I really. Who enjoy makes
2: it. NHL? Is it oh, EA or
0: mm, Yes, I believe it is.
2: Okay. They make um, a lot of sports games. They
0: make a lot of sports games. Um, I've also been playing Madden. Um, and along with Madden, I've also been playing. Uh, so good, so good. I'm glad we saved this one to last. <laughs> so been playing Little Big Planet three, obviously with the wife. Cool. Um, other than that, guys, I haven't really been really doing a whole lot. Um, other than Baby Watch, so
2: Baby Watch two K sixteen.
0: Baby Watch two K sixteen.
2: Hopefully not Baby Watch two K seventeen.
0: That would suck
2: very possible with your due date man
0: it's very possible but that mean that we get another episode this year well because the year the week that he's born and we won't be having we're gonna episode. skip
2: next week no matter what okay we're gonna take some time
0: unless the heat doesn't come that week
2: no we'll do other things in the garage it's very true so this is it for the this is the last episode of 2016
0: this is the very last episode of 2016 yep. people Sweet. so yes. you want to jump down to christmas presents
2: yeah, let's go over some of the highlights. Um,
0: I got a diaper bag. You did. It's Not Zelda shield hyper bag.
2: It's, it's pretty it's freaking cool. epic. Pretty cool diaper bag. It's, it's actually really pretty cool. practical, too, because it's it a is. shield, so it's wide. So I can't imagine imagine any baby accessory you couldn't fit in that.
0: No, no, I don't <laughs> think there's any baby accessory I can, except for maybe. A and
2: you'd be like walking around the mall like, that's right, bitches, I'm the at times Yeah.
0: Speaking and of which,
2: speaking of the Hero of Time, Hero
0: of Time, I also got your limited edition Link tunic, yes, hat, and
2: shoes. So eight years roughly ago, my mother-in-law hand knit a um, Link outfit. I believe it's Wind Waker, more I'm or not less. Not really sure. Well, because of the the curly that might
0: be. I guess, yeah. I
2: think it's roughly. I think it's Wind- more
0: Wind Waker. Yeah. I think it's
2: roughly Wind Waker. So it's got the tunic, it's got the hat, and it's got a badass bandolier. It does for with a
0: freaking baby bottle.
2: So instead of a quiver for a arrows, oh, yeah. a baby bottle quiver. It's
0: really freaking cool. Um, but
2: it was time to pass it on to the next hero. Time because I'm not gonna have any more. Little you link, sure? I'm sure. You positive? I'm. Uh, um, yes. I mean, you might. It's physically possible for me. Gotcha. But. No. No, it you is. You might. I it, I. Theoretically, men can have children up to 60s and 70s.
0: Or like 90s.
2: Theoretically, but I'm done. I'm tired. Too old for this shit. (laughs) It's your turn, buddy. Um, So I'm glad to pass along this um, awesome little piece that my mother-in-law gave me. Hopefully, she's cool about it. She'll be learning about it Christmas Eve because she's not on Facebook. (laughs) But it's a really cool present she gave me, and I'm really glad I found a good home for it that someone else will appreciate it.
0: Cheers to that. But
2: speaking of awesome presents... Um, this guy over here and my wife spoiled the crap out of me. Um, HyperX helped out a bit too, though. It helped out quite a bit. Um, so I got, and you have to fill me in if I miss anything, I got a really cool keyboard, um, that has the LEDs built in that you can change. You got the
0: HyperX keyboard.
2: Yes, I got 32, um, gig, uh, RAM from HyperX, which is more than I'll probably ever need. I got an awesome power supply from EVGA. Yep. One of their gold 750s. Yep. I got um, a um, Cooler Master. Yep. Uh, Mid Tower.
0: Or Mini Tower. Mid Tower. No, I think it's Mini actually. Yeah. It's a
2: smaller tower. It's
0: a Mini, I believe.
2: And then an AMD um, motherboard to fit it. Compact motherboard and.
0: Gigabyte motherboard, I believe.
2: Oh, okay. So it's just powered by AMD then?
0: Yeah, it's powered by a right, video. My chip. bad.
2: Um, but it's got some hardened features, like it's moisture-resistant and stuff, so it looks really cool. Yeah. And um, I did get an AMD processor. You did get an AMD processor. In that motherboard. And I got
0: Which a, came with a built-in R6 video card, video chip.
2: Wow. Yeah. So... I'm that, not sure how that's going to work, so we're going <laughs> to play with does that. Does a computer utilize that built-in graphics card if you add on a graphics card, or does it just kind of get like a bit of I think organ? it just
0: kind of gets kicked off to the side.
2: That's unfortunate. I, I wish there so. was like... It
0: might take advantage of it, but I
2: don't know. It would be cool if they're like, you can handle the tree polygons or whatever. <laughs> like,
0: it would be cool if they
2: divided up the task, you know? It might, I don't know. But speaking of graphics card, you gave me a, um... EVGA? Yes,
0: the 660?
2: 660. 660, yeah. yeah it's so it's my
0: old one, um, when I got my 1070. But, but... this is
2: important because that's like been one of the major pieces that's been slowing me down from doing this build. Exactly. So it's like the piece of the puzzle I need.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, headsets.
0: Yeah, you got the HyperX Revolver,
2: the Revolver and Cloud 2. Yep. And I'm excited to try the try them both.
0: Um, you have the Cloud 2, don't you?
2: Uh, yes, but I'm excited to try the Revolver and the Cloud 2 is amazing and is. now I will have one for upstairs and one for downstairs.
0: You're very right. Or yeah. one
2: for... One, one for
0: PC one for and one my for PC PS4. If one for
2: my console area. Yeah. Um, did I miss anything? Oh, uh, optical drive?
0: Yeah, you did get an LG optical drive. Um, basically, the only reason why I got that is just because you need to install Windows, um, which you could have done off USB, yes. Um, I'm trying to think of...
2: To, don't leave anything out.
0: So you got the case, you got the power supply, you got the motherboard, you got the RAM from HyperX, you got the SSD. Oh,
2: oh I don't know what it is. Uh, mousepad. HyperX mousepad. Did you
0: mention the SSD? I don't think you did.
2: No, I didn't. The so, 240 gig yep. um, HyperX SSD, which is, I love, and now that I've experienced SSD, I want that to be the core of my computer. Like, maybe not all my files live on there, but all the critical boot up files like Windows yeah, and exactly. probably Steam. Um, live on that. and it, I don't
0: even have Steam living on mine. Okay. Yeah.
2: I thought that would. I mean, I'll put the Steam files, like the games, on a, the other drive.
0: Yeah, you can put Steam on there, I guess. But I've got
2: everything I need to build. I mean, I'll, you
0: are ready to build a PC. The only thing you're missing is a mouse.
2: So. I've got a mouse. I've got a Razer mouse. Yeah. Um, oh, you do? I do. Nice. So you're good to go. It's a decent Razer mouse. Um, came with my Alpha.
0: Nice. All awesome. Right. Mm-hmm. You're good to go
2: then. Yep. Um, let's see. You got my wife a pretty fun present. The thing's I think it's worth mentioning. did.
0: It's called, uh... Now we can actually mention it. You're very... very we true. didn't
2: mention it because there were kids in the room before.
0: Yeah, so it's called Your Dad Wrote a Porno. Or My, da- my, dad, wrote da- my porno. dad Wrote a Porno. My Dad Wrote a Porno. My Dad Wrote a Porno. The Annotated... Uh... Shit, what was the it Edition? An Annotated Edition by of Belinda Blinks. Two. One and two, I think.
2: So that's another podcast, My Dad Wrote a Porno, where, um...
0: This gentleman reads his... Just read... His dad was a... Uh, lives uh, Him and his dad live in the UK. And that's actually where this book shipped out of, was the UK.
2: Oh, okay. And um, that's the reason why it
0: took so long to get here. So
2: originally, this was all published on Amazon. It was. And But they read selections from this on their podcast, which is hilarious. You should check it out after you listen to our podcast.
0: Exactly. Um, his dad was a tourist guide uh, writer for over in the UK... And his dad retired, and said he wanted to write his own written porno. So his dad wrote the story of Belinda Blink.
2: And it's some of the most unsexy stuff I've ever, <laughs> ever heard. It's
0: extremely horrible. I do not recommend to take tips it, from Belinda. It's not erotic. It's not erotic whatsoever. It's comical. So, this guy's son, and his two friends, which one of them is gay, has decided that and the gay part. I don't say because he's gay. I say because it comes into play. Is um, it's
2: pretty much heterosexual?
0: It is, and he doesn't know much about the female anatomy. Uh, anatomy. So it's really funny to hear these like things that he's like, "What? What is that?" <laughs> like all these other like random things, <laughs> and uh, is that really how that works? Exactly. He <laughs> and Often him, it's not. Of <laughs> no. And so that, that's
2: that's even more confusing for him.
0: Yeah. Um, so, it's awesome. They took Blinda Blink, the book one, and have literally circled and wrote in their own anna- annotated uh, dialogue awesome. that they turned into the podcast. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah. And then we got some awesome Christmas presents from your kids. We as did.
2: well. Um,
0: I got a Bowser Christmas ornament from your son. I got a Link
2: ornament from my son, and that's and apparently the most expensive thing that he spent.
0: Apparently dollars.
2: It was cool, though. It was it's very cool. toward the top of my Christmas tree now.
0: It's actually a very cool one. Um, and then your daughter got my wife earrings, which are awesome looking. Mm-hmm. I think she actually made those. She, she, she did. Yep. Um, and then your daughter also got... Oh, man, there was something else that she got. Um, crap. No, the Link outfit was in there. That's what it was. Okay. So, um... And then we also got the one, onesie outfit. That's what I was trying to think. I was like, there's another fucking Inter thing. Enter
2: Player 3 or something? Enter Player
0: 3, and it has a video game controller on it, and it's yeah, awesome. It's, it's a onesie cool. for a newborn. So,
2: um, yeah. So that's what we got each other, but we have some gifts for you. We do. We have a lot of gifts for you. We do. Uh, why don't you cover the physical items we've got?
0: Okay, guys. So we have a couple HyperX USBs. Okay. Um, we also have a Cloud 2 and a revolver.
2: Okay, awesome. Um, these are great headsets and so be
0: looking for those at our Twitter handle at Plug and Play Cast
2: so I'll put out some tweets um, when this episode goes up and um, you'll want to follow us at Twitter at um, plug, and play cast. plug and Play Cast also put a, a few codes um, randomly on Christmas and Christmas Eve on our Facebook page at uh, facebook.com slash Plug and Play Show Plug and Play Show but majority, you're going to want to check out Twitter to see what to do. Um, some will just be retweeting our episode, and some will be specific where you'll need to go to the article and leave a comment um, for the code associated with that game. Um, but I'll go over the of the games now. Um, so for Steam, and you'll retweet the stream, Steam version of our episode. The Steam? Steam. Strong beer, my friend. Uh, Shantae, Risky's Revenge, The Director's Cut, Human Resource Machine, Replay, VHS Is Not Dead, the Darkness Two, which is an awesome game, you get to—you like Mafia, right? I do. You like like evil spirits that kill things, right? I do. Actually, game, I worship them. This game has both of those. You are a mafia guy who turns into an evil spirit and kills people.
0: Holy shit! My two favorite things I, in the world.
2: Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I probably hate this game then. No, it's a first. Would it be
0: like, oh, I don't know what to do? You
2: could do you could dual wield pistols while you have tentacles of evil coming out,
0: <laughs> grabbing fools and slicing
2: their. It's a fucking awesome. Oh my
0: god! If you
2: ever played Darkness Two. Well, retweet us and play it. Um, Spec Ops. Can
0: I retweet? <laughs> like, Zach retweeted. Zach retweeted. Zach retweeted. Yeah, you, retweeted. if
2: you come up with an alternate Twitter account, I'll find <laughs> you out. Spec Ops, The Line. Uh, Railroad Tycoon 3, we've got two codes for that. Sid's Meier's Civilization 5, Borderlands, The Presequel. Freedom Force, and Freedom Force versus The Third Reich. Um, we got the excellent Hitman Go Definitive Edition, which is like Assassination board game style. Tomb Raider Underworld. Um, the next four games are sponsored by moi. You've heard me talk about the, these games throughout the years. These are games I enjoyed. Her Story, Read Only Memories, Sabelle, and Broken Age. Um, sponsored. Is
0: Sabelle like the... The kind of like girl game?
2: You play as a girl. Um, you meet this boy online in an online... That's right, it's a
0: chatting app. A chatting
2: app, and there's some sexting, and yeah. then they meet up in real life, and then...
0: Things go bad.
2: It's awkward. It's a very... It's. I haven't played a game like it.
0: It's based it, on a true story.
2: Yep. It,
0: by a developer.
2: It feels very. And she uses her.
0: She uses her photos and everything.
2: Yeah. It's, yeah. It's it's a bit uncomfortable in some ways, but I'm really glad I played it. Um, and you can too if you retweet us. Next uh, package of games is uh, sponsored by Tiny Build. We've got quite a few codes for Party Hard. Um, we've got three codes for tr- Cluster Truck, and then the Final Station. And when it comes to Cluster Shuck and Final Station, I'll probably tweet out a link to articles, and the first two or three people to comment on those articles with their turtle handler will get those. Next batch is from Telltale Games. We've got some great games for you here. Tales from the Borderlands, which was our game of the year last year, right? It was. Um, So you want to get that one. And uh, Batman, a Telltale story. Six codes for that, but that's a complete season. That's not just episode one. Jesus. So watch for that. Um, then we got some PlayStation 4 codes. Um, last year, I don't think we had anything other than Steam, so this is a...
0: Yeah, no, we only had, had Steam codes last year. So
2: moving on forward, we we give here at Plug and Play Gamer. Uh, PlayStation 4, and also I believe it will work on the Vita. It's a cross-play. Oh! Day of the Tentacle.
1: <clears throat> um,
2: PlayStation 4 Hand of Fate. Great game. Uh, sponsored by the com, and from Pewter Game Studios, we have The Little Acre. Which I just talked about. That's yep. the point and click adventure, cartoon graphics, and then the game I just reviewed, Feist for PlayStation Four, um, brought to us from Bits and Beasts and Finji, sponsored by the Buttsmashers com. So be looking for all that. Um, that's like in the neighborhood of thirty to forty games.
0: That's a shitload of games.
2: Like, what other podcasts gives out? That Giving
0: many? out that many games? I listen
2: to a lot of gaming podcasts. I don't know of any that give out that many games. I don't so. know
0: any that give out games. Period.
2: I mean. Yeah. So, Merry Christmas.
0: Yeah, Merry Christmas, guys.
2: So, I need to take a little break because I've been talking for a second. We'll come right back. We're going to re- cover the year in review. All right. 2016. The good, the bad, the ugly. Most good. Most of the ugly.
1: We'll be right back. I said, shut up, man. year the plentiful festival end of year telling them stories of the eight reindeer how kids they were bound to want to stay up bound to want to stay up i saw the clock it was way past their bedtime i have to put them to bed oh don't you dare talk back just don't you make a
0: peep and we are back, back. Tasty treats still in hand Tasty treats still in hand
2: Delicious tasty treat. So last week we asked you a question um, What do you hope Santa brings? And we just told you what Santa brought us And what we're bringing you in the coming weeks um, But Roger answered on on Facebook and said A lightsaber please
0: Awesome, and he is from the Beautiful Life podcast?
2: Yes, That, that Beautiful
0: Life That Beautiful Life, sorry um, a couple tasty of treats already in today, you guys. Nice. Um, he's also a editor over at thebutttsmasher.com, so you guys can head over there, check him out. He's actually really awesome at he's FPS a, games.
2: He's a, yes, expert. He's
0: fucking fantastic at this.
2: So let's do a really quick tech talk.
0: Okay.
2: Um, today, I'm going to briefly go over the Logitech Harmony Hub. This is yet another little black box that hooks into your Wi-Fi and controls your devices. Um, I also synced it up, not only with um, my audio-video components, but with um, Amazon Alexa. And I'm going to let you see my disorganized AV center while I say, Alexa, turn on PlayStation 4.
1: Okay.
0: Oh, fuck me, right?
2: So, boom.
0: Oh, that's fucking ridiculous. Your TV and your PlayStation 4 just turned on.
2: And my stereo for the audio. And your
0: stereo just turned over to the right audio station?
2: Yes, and the right right HDMI, all of that.
0: Oh, fuck me. No way. Alexa. Oh, Jesus.
2: Turn off PlayStation 4. Sorry, the device PlayStation 4 is not responding. Yes, yeah, because you turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> so, you couldn't see, but my hands were completely off the controller. I didn't do that.
0: Oh my god. Alexa did that. Oh my god. That's so freaking funny. Holy shit. Sorry, this device is
2: <laughs> I know. It's it's a little glitch there, but it still works. It just she's she says it. Whatever. She does it, she just doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs> So, yeah, that's pretty cool. I can walk in the room, turn on um, a movie, get the movie started without punching in a bunch of stuff. That's so
0: cool. um,
2: My Alienware. I haven't programmed the Wii U because I never use that anymore, but I can program that in about five minutes. Nice. Or the Xbox 360. So it's super simple. Yeah, it's all on the app. Um, There's a um, Harmony app where you set everything up. There's a little little tiny box in there about the size of a Roku. Um, It's next to the DVD player. Um, it's got the little white light in front of it. It's below the PlayStation okay. 4. Yeah. And then I've got some IR blasters going. Um, only one I f- think I really need. because it, it blasts IR all around the room. And the TV, I think, is actually hooked in through it's a smart TV, through yeah. Wi-Fi. The PlayStation 4 is connected via Bluetooth. Um, but I did put an extra IR blaster in front of the receiver. I don't know if you can see that little mm-hmm. string in front of it. Um, and there's an extra string i could put somewhere else if like the blu-ray player wasn't working well or something i just put an ira blaster right in front of it hmm. um but it works great That was uh, awesome after i got the setup it was really cool And that's actually what i'm getting my parents-in-law for christmas so really there's also a remote over there if we grab it real quick the one that's closest to you um if you want to use a traditional remote um you can use that too I can also, there's buttons on the app on my phone, if I want to turn the volume up for example, yeah. or if I was watching a movie if I wanted to play fast forward or whatever right on my phone, or I could use the very simple remote um, so yeah, about $100 bucks. Um, I got mine refurbished on eBay for 60 I got my parents of course the brand new one from Best yeah. Buy for the $100 bucks. Um, but I want to check it out for myself after reading about it and looking like, hey this looks kind of cool, I might want this myself plus it integrates with uh, Amazon's um, echo so for the echo dot as well yeah um so we're very happy with it
0: nice awesome so you ready to talk about 2016
2: let's talk about 2016 it's been a year for gaming it's been a pretty good year
0: it has been a pretty good year for gaming
2: so let's start by talking about our favorite gaming moment of 2016 okay either personal or just gaming as a whole okay um i'll go first um mine was um Hideo Kojima finally getting his due at the video game awards because he was he was given an award last year's Spike yep. awards yep but Konami would not let him attend and then he split up finally with Konami this year he finally got the acknowledgement he deserved um, and I thought that was great it was awesome it's cool to see him unfettered you were there for that I was in town two days too late
0: oh that's right you were in town if two I days
2: if I had time. had travel arrangements I could have gone to the video game awards show. Um, on Thursday but I came into town Saturday but okay. still I got to see it online and more importantly he got to,
0: to, he be, got to do it
2: he got to be there and, and accept the award for a lifetime achievement so I am excited about that what was your gaming moment of
0: 2016? Um, going along the same lines of the video game awards uh, mine came up with that, that dragon cancer getting the game for impact um, and actually I have an audio clip really quick for us to play of uh, Ryan Green the uh, creator of That Dragon Cancer, accepting the award.
1: The game award goes to... That That Dragon Dragon Cancer. Cancer! That Dragon Cancer exists because my wife, Amy, my children, Caleb, Isaac, Elijah, and Zoe, my business partner, Josh, our team, John, Brock, Ryan, Mike, and Chris, our friends who are at Ouya, Kelly, Julie, Bob, and Jared, our over 3,000 Kickstarter backers, Indie Fund, and this entire industry believed it should exist. Often in video games, we get to choose how we're seen. Our avatars and our tweets and the work that we do are all meant to portray the story that we want to tell the world about why our lives matter. But sometimes the story is written onto us or it's it's told because of us or in spite of us. And it reveals our weakness, our weaknesses, our failures, our hopes, and our fears. You let us tell the story of my son, Joel. You let us tell the story of my son, Joel. And in the end, it was not the story that we wanted to tell. But you chose to love us through our grief by being willing to stop and to listen and to not turn away. To let my son Joel's life change you because you chose to see him and to experience how we loved him. And I have hope that when we are all willing to see each other not for just who we want to be, but who we are and who we're meant to be. This act of love and this act of grace can change the world. Thank you.
0: Awesome. So that's probably like the most impactful video game speech I've ever heard in my life. Um, Definitely brought a couple of tears in my eyes when I saw him ex- when I saw him win, and then except, I mean, definitely brought tears in my eyes when he actually got up there on stage. Yep. I mean, how could you not cry a little bit when the guy up on stage is crying because um, of extremely what the personal game project is. and extremely, um, and, and actually meeting the guy and we actually bought him a couple of rounds of drinks in Seattle two years ago. Um, got to hang out with him. We got to see a sneak peek of his documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, Called I think. It was, Thank you for playing. Thank you for playing, um, and yeah, so that is definitely my favorite gaming moment of 2016. Finally, getting a game that kind of went underneath the radar in most cultures um, to being just like everybody heard about it. So, everybody that, in the industry heard about it. Let's put sure. it that way. But
2: anyone can play it now, though, because it's on Android and it's I on every
0: single device.
2: Um, yeah, just, and. It, Except hula- for Nintendo. That's true. The hilarious thing is that it started on Ouya. Of all did. Point. And Ouya actually helped fund the project. It did. Um, going from Ouya, which two years from now, probably no one will even know what that was. And
0: people probably right now probably don't even know what the hell it is. Um, honestly. But I
2: could show you mine right behind you if I dug through my little... <laughs> and that's one of the four games I kept on there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, going from that system to being on PC and ios and android and um it's a testament to to games well it got the
0: right award impact it did it's an impactful game um but yeah i mean that was probably the hardest game i've ever honestly played like people talk about like hard games like oh dungeons are hard bosses are hard and shit like that this is like the most emotional drawing game i've ever played in my life i don't think i'll ever find another game that's like it
2: right and i i made myself play it through in one sitting um, yeah, because, so did I. I, I knew locked. if I put down the controller, I didn't know if I'd have the strength to come back, honestly. Exactly. So.
0: Yeah. It's check, definitely an impactful game.
2: Check it out. It's a shorter game, and it's simple controls. Anyone can play it. Um, and it's worth your time. It is. Moving on to gaming trends for 2016. Yeah. Um Let's talk first about PC, and the probably the biggest news for PC, I would think, would be VR.
0: I would think so, yeah. So,
2: that you mean, know a little bit more about that, so once you speak to the two platforms and their strengths.
0: So, when we talk VR, PC, we're talking Oculus and Vive. Okay. Um, obviously, those are the two top-of-the-line VR headsets mm-hmm. um, that are out there. Um, actually, I think they might be the only ones that are out there, actually, for PC. I'm sure I think there's, there's some, some like other knockoffs. You, you don't want to play those, You um, don't want to play those. You know, the ones that, like, Pornhub and shit sell you <laughs> and stuff. Um, but, Oculus and Vive, they all bring different things to the table. Um, Oculus obviously is playing catch-up. Oculus is the one that whole brought the VR scene to the market, to the gaming But they're competitive. Mass.
2: Oculus just brought their new touch controllers to the market, which have You can say they're
0: competitive, yeah.
2: Maybe not the best, but they're
0: competitive. They're competitive, um... But... Vi-
2: Vive has the edge on the...
0: Vive definitely has brought... Oculus brought VR to gaming. Vive perfected VR for gaming. So
2: why would you say it's better?
0: Um, it's room scale. It came with the touch sensors to start with, mm-hmm. um, so you knew what you were getting up front, um, and their player base isn't split. So, with Five, you have the room scale, which is awesome. Um, you have the touch controllers and in individual hands instead of a controller, like a standard video game controller, allowing you to move around and do things. And all developers have developed for room scale and for these controllers. Uh, Oculus, on the other hand, Started out with seated or standing um, gameplay, one single camera, meaning it's non-room scale. It's multi, it's single um, array. So you, you know, you don't turn around and stuff like that. Um, you don't walk around. Started out with a Xbox One controller or Steam controller. I believe is actually Xbox One is what came bundled with it. Um, they have slowly added in other things. They're adding in room scale. Um,
2: so are they using cameras still?
0: They're going to be using different types of cameras. Yeah, multiple okay, so cameras. the Vive
2: uses lasers, right?
0: Yes. And I believe Oculus is sticking with cameras because that's what their headsets built to use. Um, they're also bringing out touch controls, which actually I've heard are actually nicer than Vive's. That's what I've been doing. Um, which is I amazing them. for them. I haven't got to see them either, um, which is amazing. But the thing with that, bringing out all these pieces of peripherals afterwards, is it is up to developers now to either patch those in or to leave them by the wayside. And people who have been in development, to either leave them in or leave them to the wayside because they have to think that everybody who has an Oculus has the one single camera and has the Xbox 360 or Xbox One controller. So, dumb
2: question. Your developer kit, Oculus, comes with the camera? Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Um, and it comes with the Xbox One controller as far as I understand. Um, so, that might have changed by now. So, will
2: 2017 be the year that you plug in your Oculus? Yes. Okay, because I still want to try it.
0: Next time I come to my house, I'll have it set up. I have it installed, I just don't have it plugged in.
2: I I couldn't have waited as long as you've waited before just trying it, something, anything. No.
0: Like, what am I going to try?
2: I have nothing. Well, you buy something anything that's true
0: naughtyamerican.com
2: <Not any> <laughs> no christmas eve you'll have something
0: okay. that's, all, that's all i'm gonna say right now all right sounds good christmas eve apparently i'll have something, something. christmas eve christmas eve which would be i'm really interested okay um, Christmas Eve apparently I'm going to so have, have something Have so, it physically set up
2: by Christmas Eve
0: Okay I'll have it physically set up by Christmas Eve Which gives me a couple days um, So those are the biggest gaming trends I would say Any uh, other
2: major P- PC changes or?
0: Um, I mean other than Microsoft bringing out their uh, Thing that connects them with the Xbox One Cross platform play um, Cross platform play Brought in by Rocket League this year um, Between Any other g-
2: major games using that
0: Um, not really, no. Gears of War does use it.
2: Overwatch doesn't? Not as far as I know. See, that's when I know it's not major. If a a game like Overwatch isn't using cross-platform play, it's not a thing yet. Yeah. So, but
0: they started it. Yeah, exactly. So it started this year.
2: Well, speaking of Xbox One, guys, um, there's been a couple developments. Neither one of us really has a huge, um, toehold in the Xbox One market. No,
0: if we wanted that, we would have to get Jesse.
2: Um... Yes, unfortunately he's not here tonight. But they did release a slim model this they year, did. and um, it's also a slightly more powerful than the original model. Yep. and then also the biggest thing, the biggest positive thing they did was backwards compatibility, which is fucking amazing. It's great. They've got some great 360 titles which you can now play in your Xbox Red One. Red Dead Redemption. Um, oh. Um, yes, um, there's. That's sort of tempted me honestly to just ditch my 360 completely because Xbox Ones are cheap.
0: They're super
2: cheap. I've seen them for under $200.
0: Yeah.
2: And that's insane.
0: I mean, they're... For a, for a <clears> current-gen
2: <throat> console of decent power to be under... Like, they, they're trying.
0: <laughs> they are really trying.
2: They, they know they're number two, and they're trying. Um, so backwards compatibility is a definite big plus for Xbox.
0: Very
2: big. Uh, moving into my wheelhouse, though, so PlayStation... It's had a pretty awesome year. Um, they finally published The Last Guardian... Game that has been in development for ten since, years since the PlayStation Two. Um, PS Four Pro came out. Um, I love mine; it runs great.
0: I love yours also.
2: Yeah, just because you got my old one.
0: Exactly. Uh,
2: <laughs> PSVR also launched, and it's been a healthy platform so far. Um, the it's biggest been good experiences for you. The biggest thing I was worried about is that Sony would do what they've done many times before, which is launch a peripheral and then not support it. But so far...
0: We're only a couple months in.
2: But so far, it it's getting constant releases, um, pretty good content. I'm hopeful that it will continue in 2017. 2017 will really show whether it's something they're going to stay with long-term or not. Um, and then, speaking of things they're not supporting, they've just kind of quietly dropped the beta. There's a lot of independent developers releasing games, um... the Vita, but the Vita was noticeably absent at both packs, and more importantly, the PlayStation experience. Really? Yes. There was some indie booths that had the Vita, but it was not at all mentioned in any of the keynote speeches or the um, panels. Um, So the Vita um,
0: God bless your soul.
2: It's still a great piece of hardware, um, and I'm not getting rid of mine anytime soon. Moving on to Nintendo. um, Shit. Nintendo's had quite a year. Yes, um, they have. Nintendo's always the one that's, I don't know, more flexible, willing to take more risks. and
0: <laughs> They're a high-risk company.
2: They're doing some crazy stuff this year. They have, well, which is weird because on one end, they're also super traditional, but they, they're they a hard company <laughs> to, to describe. But this year, they entered the mobile market. They kind of dipped their toes in the water with me, Tomo. Yep. Um, and I think that did fairly well for them for a free-to-play game. I think they did. Um, and that, I think, emboldened I mean, They had a
0: lot of serial killers on it, but... Mostly you. Mostly me.
2: Um, but I think that experience emboldened them, and they released uh, just last week, Super Mario Run, which has gotten pretty good reviews. And has got
0: really good reviews so far. Despite it,
2: you having to be online to play, which is really... That's stupid. It's really stupid. Um, but people are happily paying $10 for a mobile game, and $10 for a mobile game is... is a lot. It's significant. Um, they also announced the Nintendo Switch... Which looks very promising. Yep. Um, but along with that, they've pretty much
0: discontinued the Wii U. Yeah,
2: because why would you. That, that poor I thing. mean, it's
0: been a dead system since like. But they're acknowledging it. Two. They're
2: not making any more. Um, Excuse me. I can't think of any major releases that are coming out for
0: it. And actually, I've heard they've even potentially pulled Zelda off of it. Which really? Would leave this being the only Nintendo console that has not had original. And Zelda. They... Really? Yeah.
2: I doubt they'll do that.
0: No, I think they will.
2: They made a version for GameCube for Twilight Princess.
0: I think they're going to pull it.
2: I think you're full of crap.
0: I think they're going to pull it and make it to where, if you want a new Zelda, you go to the Switch. Ten bucks. Mm. All right. All right. All right, so... Yep, uh, well, I just lost ten bucks. <laughs> it.
2: So this doesn't really fit into any category, but it would be remiss of us to not mention that...
0: It kind of fits in Nintendo.
2: Kind of. It's... It, Nintendo owns 33%. Uh, Pokemon Go was an, Holy ins- shit. Was an insane phenomenon this year. Holy fuck. Man. I saw grandmas fucking scrambling around bushes looking for Charizards. This and shit. is
0: fucking an insane phenomenon. It, it was, I don't think I've ever seen something this big.
2: How long do you think the Mania lasted? A month? Two months? Probably two months. Um, it came on hot and heavy, and then it died out pretty fast too. There's still people playing it, don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. But for a while, uh, the place I worked... Everybody like, played it. Everyone, I'd look around all these tables, and two out of three would be sitting there playing it instead of talking to each other. And we'd have a little hot... What is that? Um, um.
0: You'd have a little... a.
2: Uh, what do you call those? PokeStop? stop.
0: No, not PokeStop. The You'd have a... Lure, uh,
2: lure, yeah. Lure activated non-stop for hours. Um, it was crazy. From
0: you guys or from people at your tables? People at my tables. We never had to do it. Really? It was... Because companies were putting lures out front. They were. It was really... I mean, that's ha- how fucking crazy this thing got. Companies would literally bug Instead of, instead it it instead of
2: advertising happy hours or some kind of specials... Like, they would advertise a lure. Like Cricket and GameStop were like, we're, we got lures from uh, 2 p.m. to 8 p.m. Come yeah. on in. Um, and they really dropped the ball with their little watch thing. They, they released that way too many... Way too late. Way too late. Like, no one's buying that now. Yep. I don't think I've seen one. If they had that on the month it came out, they would have sold hundreds. I mean, I might have bought one. Did you? No, I
0: said I might, oh, have, might have bought one. Oh, you might have bought
2: that month you would have, yes. Yeah. But four months or five months, it was yeah. a long time. It was a
0: long freaking time. That was It was like right when Pokemon Pokemon Go started like falling off. Is when they released it. Yeah,
2: like people were buying battery chargers for their phones and like I went to a concert in the park in Vancouver.
0: Oh my god, and that place was,
2: was full. There was literally packs of people circling around the park just collecting Poke... Yeah. Like, that was what everyone was doing. It was a phenomenon. Yeah. And for them to drop the ball on this... Sp- I think
0: 2016 was the, po- the year of Pokemon Go. If
2: you were going to say one video game that was influential, If Time Magazine had a game of the year... It'd be a- Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go, for sure. It was a thing. It came and went, but... Damn, it was hot for a minute. Everyone playing Grandmas, literally grandmas were playing Pokemon Go.
0: Families driving around mm-hmm. together in vehicles, hitting up different, like, random hotspots.
2: <laughs> it was crazy. It was insane. All right. So, next, we are going to talk about... I drive- Games of the Year. Games of the Year.
0: So, um, should we just one for one, or, like, this should you good. just do your, do your list? I'll do my list. So, mine is not really organized. It's sort of organized
2: in order, but, like... My middle three I can kind of swap around. Okay. Uh, Inside, um, from the makers of... um, Oh crap, I'm forgetting the name now. But it's a side-scrolling game. Um, It's a dystopian future, and... Some people are going to hate me for saying that, but there's there's a twist at the end of the game. And it's a good twist. Okay. A a twist that made me laugh out loud. (laughs) Like, laugh out loud while I was playing. Um, And really well-crafted. Um, Firewatch Uh, I love the narrative in this story you're this middle aged kind of loser guy washed up um, and to kind of escape your life you become like this um, well fire watcher you um,
0: you go through the woods and look for fires you have
2: like a fire station up above and you go and check out things and you communicate only through radio with another watcher and sort of a relationship develops and things happen Um, I love the art style I love the
0: was a sex scene right at the end? Spoilers. Sorry. Uh, but speaking
2: of conversations, I also enjoyed Oxenfree, which is um, the story of these uh, teenagers in their last last week of high school going to an island kind of party, and it turns out the island's an old military installation has some old secrets. And okay. The cool thing about Oxenfree is you'd have conversations as you're walking. And you would pick the dialogue choices by the top three. So it's like
0: a telltale style game almost
2: Yeah, but you're walking it's it's more fluid, like okay. you pick your, your choices by the top three buttons as you're walking, and you'd see them, so it's like a more of a natural conversation instead of static, okay like telltale or even like Mass effect or other or Dragon age mm-hmm. you've you got like a face on the screen, another face on the screen, and then like three choices. Mm-hmm. this you're like walking on a trail, and like somebody'll say something, somebody else will say something and then you could pop in with you know pushing one of the three buttons or not mhm like it you just You don't feels, have to it feels more natural um, as far as conversation okay. goes and it had great music um, cute little art style really enjoyed it hm uh Stardew Valley
0: that game is awesome
2: um i never thought i'd be more into planting turnips than i was like yeah. that that game was cool
0: that game was really cool
2: um I'm going to let you talk about a little more with that since I see it's on your list. But lastly, I've got Uncharted 4, Thief's End. Um, another theme you'll, theme you'll see that I enjoy is conversation. Like, these characters were great. Like um, The game was awesome. The action, the climbing, the shooting. Um, There's a lot of driving in this game, too. But what made the game was the conversation between the characters. Um, I can't think of a game that um, showcased a comfortable marriage more than Uncharted 4. Just the dynamic of not newlyweds, not a romantic like first love, but people that have been together for a while. Mm-hmm. Like like a marriage. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen that in a video game before, presented in a natural way. Um, and it's, it's the end of Nathan Drake's story, and it was very satisfying into his story.
0: So you think.
2: If they trot out Nathan Drake again, I'll be pissed, because this was the end of his story, damn it. Like, he needs to be Quietly He's retired. Quietly living in retirement after this. Maybe
0: it's his son's story next.
2: Yeah, I'm fine with that. There's other characters that you met along the way, like the DLC, for example, that's coming out that was announced. PSX is one of the thief characters that you meet in, I think, Uncharted 2. Okay. Um, and I'm going to give honorable mention to Tomb Raider PlayStation 4, which is a similar game in some ways. Um, but the
0: Tomb Raider came out for Xbox One a year ago.
2: Yes, but it did come out this year for
0: PlayStation 4. It did, it did. Um. I'm just saying that it was a shitty time release on PS4. It was. Um, but I'm enjoying it a lot right now. I are like
2: the, um, the play mechanics. The story is not quite as... Like, the characters are fine. It's not as strong and character-wise as Uncharted. But um, the exploration and the, the mechanics of the game are very satisfying.
1: Cool.
0: So, what's your list? So, uh, kicking us off, guys, I have Mafia 3. Um, again, extremely story-driven. Um, I really just like the time in history it takes place in mm-hmm. um,
2: don't see too many games in that period
0: you don't um, and they really didn't hold any shots so I mean
2: yeah, the, the there's white
0: racism there, I mean you know racism towards blacks, racism towards Asians um, I mean it, it's definitely a America that we don't live in as vocally now I should say not that we don't live in a racist America. But it's Everything that's old is new again. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, trends come around. Yeah, that's very true. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Um, It was very tastefully done. They didn't go overboard on slurs.
2: It wasn't presented for shock value. It was presented more at an accurate historical context.
0: Exactly. Um, They did a really good job with that. Lincoln Clay, I think, is a very interesting character. Um, I really enjoy his story, his backstory. Um, the way they do cutscenes with interviews of other characters that are happening around in the game, as in a trial, as in, in journalists interviewing people years later.
2: Documentary um, style.
0: Documentary style. It's amazing. Um, I really love that game. Um, and it's just a lot of fun. Just go around and shoot a lot of shit and just kill a lot of people um, and try to take over the area for yourself. It's, you know, it's a classic. Type of game that has been played hundreds and hundreds of times again. Mafia 3 isn't any different than Mafia 2 and 1, except for the fact that they've added in a whole bunch of more dialogue, more video clips, and more depth to story, more character.
2: I appreciate that they added those elements instead of just random bullshit open world quests. Yeah. Like there's some there that you can do, but they're optional. And yeah. They're not really crammed down your throat. Exactly. That's what I appreciate about that.
0: I game. really I really enjoy that game. Um, Coming in at number two would be Stardew Valley, um, a game that came out of left field from a single gentleman who built this in his basement, just trying to learn how to program video games. Never had programmed a video game before, wanted to get into the video game industry.
2: That's just crazy. He
0: he drew on his favorite games, uh, Zelda, uh, Harvest Moon, stuff like that, combined all these in to make this game called Stardew Valley. It's a freaking amazing game. It's really inspirational. Um, the guy's an amazing guy. I've him at PAX last year, and he's just freaking hands down. Probably is it, top it Honest Ape, the developer, I think? I believe so.
2: It's something Ape. I think it's Honest Ape. Um, That's not his name, obviously, but...
0: Yeah. Um, Stardew Valley is a game all about, like Tim was saying, planting crops, growing a farm. You can do livestock. You can, do, uh, you can make your own beer in your basement, if you get a basement. You can make wine. Um, You can make uh, pastries, you can make loaves of bread, you can do anything. Um, You can go dungeon hunting, like Zelda. Go and explore a dungeon. Um, Take on dungeon. We were talking about the episode they got lost, this episode. Uh, This is version 2, version 1. We were talking about it with Tim's kids. They were uh, building chicken coops.
2: So I actually, my son who's 8, I showed him the game because I wanted him to engage with games that had more dialogue because he's been playing Minecraft non-stop, and he's had a little bit of He's getting a lot better, but he had a little bit of challenge in learning to read Okay, so I've been using Stardew Valley, so he has to it's learn a really good game for so that. He has to read radishes He has to um, you know when he talks to a villager. He has to read their dialogue So yeah, that's and he's he's been playing a lot
0: and he seems to like he loved it He's yep. got a chicken coop. He's yep. got chickens. Yep. Um, I mean he's out in the dungeons. He's defeating boss, you know, not bosses, but defeating levels it's or... It's pretty
2: close to having a farm that's better than mine because I haven't been playing for a while. Really? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's good. And uh, it's a fun game, and it's a fun game that anybody... I mean, I would feel safe giving to a first-time gamer, like, if you're six years old or something. Um, it's
2: really good about slowly introducing you to all the...
0: It is, and The areas it's, that you can do. There's nothing in that game that is inappropriate for any age group. So it's a good game for a starting gamer. Um, And it's just really well built. And he's doing free updates. um, So hands down, Stardew Valley number two. Um, Coming in at rough number three, which probably should be number one, um, just because of my favorite gaming moment of the year, would be that, Dragon Cancer. Um, That game fucking is a gut punch, dude. The game's a real fucking gut punch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I played it at PAX, and then hung out with uh, Ryan Green for a while afterwards, and...
2: Well, since we didn't really talk with the game, of, some of you are probably familiar with what it's about, but Ryan Green's... um is a father. The a father, and at the age of two? I
0: think, yeah, two. His son was diagnosed with uh, brain cancer. Yeah, his son Joel was diagnosed with brain cancer. and um, He started making the game at that point. Right. And... He, they've actually got audio of, of him. Mm-hmm. And him. the doctor said that he was going to be fine, and he was on the upmend. So he actually originally started writing dr- that dragon cancer. Like
2: beating the dragon.
0: Beating it. His son was going to beat cancer. His son Kinda was like going to live. Mm-hmm. And uh, just like Zelda. And at the very, probably last quarter of the game, his son got whacked with cancer again, and died in his arms mm-hmm. and he had to figure out how the hell he's going to make this game that he dumped his whole entire life savings into and turn around and I mean finish it I mean right. then, what are you going to do you dump your life savings into it you've gone this far and I mean I honestly probably curl up into a ball and just never do it again Right. Um, but he said screw that and ended up coming through it and finishing the game and his son does pass in the game um, but it's very an empowering game.
2: It's a beautiful moment. It's it's touching.
0: It's oddly hopeful. It is. Um, you can kind of almost tell at the point where in the game. or you can tell in the point in the game where they know his son is not going to make it anymore. Where Joel is not going to make it anymore, and the game goes from extremely hopeful, and Joel's just a little bit slow, but he'll catch up to joel's only here for a second guys so let's take this in because i think they had two sons and a daughter they do have other children um i think it was two sons older than joel and then a daughter that was actually younger than joel and one of the comments that they recorded was the daughter is more advanced than joel and it was his two older sons asking why is joel so slow and uh that's kind of the point of the game where you can... It's an
2: intensely personal game.
0: It's extremely... And the attention to detail... I
2: talked about, about Sabel being personal, but this is like... He goes through his agonizing, his doubt, his, his anger. Yeah. Um, his faith.
0: And, yeah.
2: Um, there's quite a bit of the father's perspective in this game. Ultimately, it's a story about Joel, but... Um, it It's a lot of, of Ryan's story as well.
0: It is a lot of Ryan's story. Um, and I really appreciate that Joel got a ton of cards while he was in the hospital. And there is one scene in the game where if you will take, I, I mean, I spent a good hour on it and I didn't read every single one of them. But if you will take the time throughout this whole entire game, actually it's probably not one scene, it's probably about a couple scenes. There are bottles and there are cards throughout the whole, probably last quarter of the game. That are handwritten notes from people that wrote to Joel, giving him inspiration and praying for him, um,
2: sharing their own stories of fighting exactly. cancer. It's pretty amazing.
0: It's very amazing. Um, so yeah, and like I said, that was Kickstarter game. I was it or was it Indiegogo?
2: Um, Kickstarter, and it, um, it, it was, was also backed a little bit by Ouya. Yep. Um, but it was e- like the
0: Ouya first. Producer program there, or something? There was a
2: while, there was a, a bit while Uya was kind of sponsoring some games, and they also got the Kickstarter backing, but he still sunk, He mor- I think he mortgaged his house.
0: He mortgaged his house and sunk his whole life savings into yeah, it. it. I know yeah. that. Um, so that's that, Dragon Cancer, guys. And um, as well, um, Thanks for Playing, which is the documentary, which Tim and I saw two years ago. Um, next one coming up would be Batman Telltale. Um, not my personal favorite, but I believe it belongs on this list because it was such a talked about Telltale game. We talk about Tales from the Borderlands and how well that game did for them. This is this year's Telltale game. Um, um, they took a completely new freaking spin on Batman. and Well, made it's because it something it's new. not
2: just Batman. It's you play as Bruce Wayne for a significant, yeah. significant part of the game, and um, they take some characters in directions that haven't even been seen in comics yeah it would be kind of a spoiler for me to say which ones um, but even explores the history with his parents yeah in in a way that although my one beef is kind of universal with uh superhero origin stories because they always show the damn origin
0: yeah
2: like they show his parents getting murdered i haven't seen a batman story where his parents don't get murdered
1: i'm tired (laughs) of seeing that
2: scene but at least in this game, you go and you kind of inspect it with detective vision and yeah. like, reconstruct the scene. And it makes it at least um, a reason why you would see that. Yeah. But I did take beef with that. Yeah. But um, but yeah, going back to Bruce Wayne, like there's actually points where you choose whether you approach a situation as Batman or as Bruce Wayne. That's cool. Kind of like diplomacy or...
0: <laughs> Kick your ass. Right,
2: exactly. Yeah. So that's an interesting choice. Like it's b- before you even make any other decisions, like who do I want to show up as? Yeah. So, um, that's definitely a cool direction for a Batman game to go.
0: I think it was really cool. It's a good Telltale game, and I would say it's not as good as Tales from Borderlands, but it's it is not.
2: Up there. Uh the Tales of Borderlands was a sweet spot of story and action, and, and they had a act. great voice acting cast. It really did. Um, Not that the voice acting is bad in this one. It's just the voice acting in Tales of Borderlands was so so superb.
0: Yeah. Um, And then number five would be NHL 17, um, just for nostalgia purposes. It's just a fun fucking game. Um, I don't know. It's probably not a good game. It's probably not making anybody else's list. This is your list. But it's been surprisingly fun. Um, Honorable mention, which I don't think it came out this year. But the game that I found this year from you would be Diablo 3. Awesome. It's a fucking amazing yeah, it's a game. game. It's just like, I don't know. That game is Blizzard at its finest for bringing couch co-op together. Yeah. So, um, yeah. That's so my list.
2: 2016 been a pretty great year for games.
0: Okay, so I can't go any further apparently. So
2: yeah.
0: I'm going to turn my phone off.
2: So let's move away from the area of games for a second. And okay. It's not been such a great year around the globe.
0: I mean, it's been pretty
2: good. Uh, not if you're a Syrian refugee.
0: I mean... Not if you're
2: going to live in America in the next four years.
0: I mean...
2: Not if you're in Britain and going to be splitting up.
0: But wait, 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 wait. Look at my complexion. I'm okay.
2: Can you eat dirt?
0: I mean... That's, I haven't my, what
2: tried. We, that's what we might have. I
0: haven't tried that do, do idea like, right now, Tim. Do you like
2: paying $6 for gasoline? No. Do you like uh, ICBMs from uh, North Korea flying overhead?
0: What the fuck's that? Is that the, missiles? Yeah. I mean, do, are they like waving pretty flags?
2: Can you speak Russian? How about Chinese?
0: I can do Indian.
2: Anyway, um... It's also been a really hard year for celebrities. A lot of celebrities died this year. More
0: than I... I- would, like, if I was a celebrity, I'd be like, hey, hey, let's erase my
1: 2016 history.
2: 2016 is not over yet as a record, but I'm going to go through some of the celebrities that have died this year, and I'm guessing you don't know all of them.
0: Okay, so what are we doing here? Are you going to say the name, and I'm going to tell you who they are?
2: hmm That's okay. the game we're going to play. fuck. Right, see, <laughs> see? So starting in January... Okay. David Bowie.
0: I recognize that name. He is a musician.
2: That's correct. Okay. Alan Rickman.
0: Alan Rickman. Okay. Alan Rickman was a... Uh, oh, fuck. Hold on. Rickman was... Was he a TV... Like a... Uh, like a... Like a actor on a TV show?
2: He was an actor.
0: Okay. I'm wrong, though. Who's Alan... Alan Rickman? Snape.
2: That's his Snape. most recent role. He also was Hans Gruber in Die Hard.
0: Okay. I didn't see that movie.
2: So. Oh, it's one of the best Christmas movies. You'd actually appreciate it.
0: <laughs> uh, Ed Vigoda. I'm not even going to try.
2: Old actor. He was in uh, Godfather, a bunch of other stuff.
0: Okay. And I have that collector's edition. I've never watched it.
2: Mafia is your favorite game. You I haven't... know, right? What the... F... Okay. <laughs> Moving on. February. Antonin Scalia.
0: Never even heard that name.
2: Supreme Court Justice.
0: Okay, that's the reason why. Harper Lee. Now I've been to Harper's Ferry, and a little bit different thing there, so I've never heard of it.
2: <laughs> he was a Pul- <laughs> Pulitzer Prize novelist. Um, he wrote To Kill a Mockingbird. Okay. Tony Burton.
0: That sounds really fucking familiar. You'll
2: probably get it once I tell you, but okay. I, I don't blame you for not knowing What is it? He was an um, actor, and he was a boxing trainer to Apollo Creed, and later Rocky in six Rocky movies. Oh, okay. That's probably where you saw him. Yeah. George Kennedy?
0: George? That'd be the John F. Kennedy's, like, dad, right?
2: No. <laughs> he was an actor. Oh, uh, never mind. Uh, he,
0: <laughs> he won the
2: Academy Award for Cool Hand Luke. He was in all the airport movies. Never seen those. You'd recognize his face. I'm sure I would. Okay, March. If you don't know this one, I'm going to have to slap you. Okay. Over here. Fuck. Nancy, Nancy Reagan.
0: Okay, yeah. Ronald Reagan's wife.
2: What was her big deal other than that?
0: Wasn't she part of the women's movement? No. Nope. Nope. Okay,
2: I don't know. So, President's Wives typically have a cause, like from Michelle Obama, it's like school lunches and nutrition. Yeah. She had a cause.
0: I don't
2: know. Just saying no drugs. Really? That was her.
0: I was going to say, who is the presidential wife that was part of the women's movement? Was, who, who was in the wheelchair? It was his wife.
2: Oh, uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt? Yep. yep.
0: Mrs. Roosevelt. A little bit older. <laughs> a little bit older, yeah, uh, yeah. Frank
2: Sinatra Jr. Yeah. Okay. Rob Ford? This is a fun one.
0: Rob Ford. I'm. I, my first guess is part of the Ford Foundation, which would be Ford Motor Company.
2: He died at 46.
0: Okay, so not... I mean, he might be part of the Ford Company. Rob Ford would be... I have no idea. Uh,
2: he was the mayor of Toronto, Canada. He was famous for uh, being caught smoking crack.
1: <laughs>
0: he was a character. Oh, my God. Fife dog. What? Fife dog? Okay, well, they probably like, killed themselves in a bombing.
2: He died at 45. Oh, shit. What? He was also known... Wait,
0: wait, wait. What was the last one died at? 46. Okay, we'll crack. Okay, continue on.
2: 45. Um, he was also known as the Five Foot Assassin. What? He was also known as the Five Foot Assassin.
0: What? What, the, what the fuck is this
2: guy? And he's the rapper of the group called Tribe Called Quest. Okay. Gary Shanley...
0: That sounds vaguely familiar.
2: Uh, comedian. He's a uh, Gary Shanley show and Larry Sanders show. He was 66. Okay. Prince.
0: Yeah. I want to saw that shitty show in Vegas.
2: He was a cool guy though.
0: He was a pretty cool Crazy guy. Crazy guy. 57. What? Prince was only 57 this year? Right. Jesus.
2: Shut up <laughs> Uh Muhammad Ali.
0: Yeah. I really, I've read all of his biographies and autobiographies. Uh, I miss that guy. That guy's a good guy. He had a
2: hard last bit of his life.
0: He had a, not just last bit, but he had quite a bit of his last of his life, yeah.
2: Kenny Baker. You probably won't get this one, but I have to include him on this list.
0: Kenny Baker. Don't recognize that one. Is he a politician?
2: No. He played R2-D2 in the Star Wars franchise. He was a little guy. Really? Yeah. And he died? Mm -hmm. He's anyone. Oh, shit. Fairly full life.
0: He must have been pretty old when he did the original R2-D2 then. He would have still been in his 40s or 50s.
2: hmm Wow. Gene Wilder. Hoping you know him, but you might not.
0: That does sound extremely familiar. Either a musician or a movie star. Okay. Second one. Gene Wilder and I don't know a movie, but I do know I've seen one.
2: So he was the actor for Willy Wonka, Young Frankenstein, yep. Blazing Saddles. Yep. Willy Wonka. You'll know this one. Arnold Palmer.
0: Yeah, the golfer. Right. Yep.
2: Sell his drink, named after him.
0: Yep, exactly. I like that drink. You
2: might know this one. Janet Reno. Janet
0: Reno. Now, that would be... That's a political thing. Mm -hmm. Um, White House, I want to say. Close. Secretary... Nope, not Secretary of State. Okay, wrong. Moving on. What what, what was she? Uh,
2: Attorney General. Okay. She uh, wore a famous kind of blue dress for a while, and uh, what's his name?
0: Was she African American?
2: No. She had glasses... um, Will Farrell impersonated her on Saturday Night Live. Oh, okay. Uh, Leonard Cohen.
0: Don't recognize... I mean, I recognize the last name, but I don't recognize the first one.
2: Alexa, play Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen. Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen. Alexa, volume up. Alexa, volume up.
0: Alexa, volume ten. Do you it goes like this? The fourth one. I recognize this one. The liner fall, the major lift, the battle. Oh yeah. Hallelujah. Next one?
2: Fidel Castro.
0: <laughs> Cuba, right?
2: <laughs> Dick Tater. <laughs> I'm gonna be sad that you don't know this one, but I'm betting you don't. John Glenn.
0: John Glenn. Okay, he was on the Supreme Court. No, oh, he's astronaut. Oh, right! Fuck.
2: First American orbit the moon. Right? Or the earth, sorry. I knew that
0: because my Yeah, your wife and I were talking about that. I can't remember what the fuck you he prob- was. Though.
2: You probably all know this one and I, I'm fine with it. Alan Thick.
0: Alan Thick was. Oh, oh, oh. He was a movie dad. Or Drone. TV show dad. Growing pains. Very yeah. good. So, there was many. He's the last one to die so far. Right. So, 2016, 2016 isn't over yet, guys. No.
2: It's a fucking serial killer of our year. This is a terrible fucking like, year. Like I skipped literally a hundred pretty major celebrities, politicians. Yeah. So yeah, 2016 is not my favorite year. I gotta no. say. Oh. Uh, fortunately, I have video games to escape too, but the rest of life fucking sucks this year. It really does. Um, I think with special we got to end with uh, with special thanks to John Oliver. Who said it better than I ever could? Fuck you, 2016. 2017. Please, somehow, don't forget.
0: Fuck you, too.
2: (laughs) I was gonna let you do your trademark, but. Oh!
0: Prime and Shine.